Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we wanted to talk about gratitude and vision as a business catalyst. And here we are with me and my wife, Victoria, and we're going to start this, our little conversation. Right. So I understand when we think gratitude, we often think, oh, this is just something we do when we're praying for our lunch or breakfast or dinner or when, you know, at, at on Sunday. But it's way more than that. It is something that can actually bring you into alignment, which is a weird word I know I just said, but bring us into into tune with with the universe so we can really focus on getting our businesses into mm-hmm. a prosperous way. So we want to make sure our businesses grow. Well, then we have to really, really kind of break down how gratitude and vision really are the catalyst, the the driving forces that bring your vision to life. So let's let's talk about that a little bit more. Exactly. Therefore, as my wife said, gratitude, we on the surface level is just saying thank you, you know? Okay. Or whatever the creator is, God, or whatever your belief is. But on the deeper level, we were talking about attitude of the recognizing everything, everything that happens around us in our life as a source that we can be tapped into appreciation. No, either is could be a positive things or challenging thing. No, therefore, really is shifting our mindset every time. To be on the negative side, having that attitude that this challenge is can be used as a source, as a fuel that I can appreciate whatever happens right now. I would say, I mean, that's very philosophical, but I, and it's good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I would say on a deeper level for me, being positive being grateful reminds me that I am staying positive. And if I can stay positive, I can stay focused on the bigger goals. I have better decision making. I'm not in a panic. And when I'm not in a panic and I can stay calm and I can stay focused by by being truly grateful for everything that has happened to me, even this 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 thing that might not have wanted, but you know what, that that is not going to get in my way. I can be grateful for the opportunity to prove that my vision is bigger or something of that sort. So by staying grateful, it helps me stay positive. And I feel by staying positive, I stay focused on the actual goals. Exactly. And I wanted to say what is, for example, important for me as to being grateful is like most of us potentially have this mindset of the lacking that anything that happens around us or in our family or whatever is in your business or your work as a situation of lack. Tapping to them, this gratitude actually change our mindset of the lacking to abundance, which is the phase really we wanted to tap into because that's way the miracles happens, no? When we are not thinking of lack, but instead we are going to shift the abundance. And how these things happens with our daily life and rat race, it's just being grateful. And that's going to change it. So I would say in practice for this, say, be grateful and say thank you to your to anything that happens to you, we are grateful that this thing just happened to us. We are grateful for every moment in our day. I am grateful for this cup of tea that I am drinking. Also, I am grateful for all my business partners. And I can express my gratitude, even if I'm just saying it out loud to myself, you know, thank you from, you know, these clients that you've given me. Thank you for my mentors. Thank you for, you know, people I work with. Thank you for the the partners. And then also, if you can tell them in nice ways without being corny, it's always good too. I don't recommend this. Oh, thank you so much for everything that people probably get worded out by that. 
that. But as long as you know in your heart that you're grateful, that's what truly matters. Definitely. And also, I wanted to add, definitely, if you wanted to go deeper into this gratitude to change this lack mindset to the positive and abundant mindset, definitely you can start journaling. Because let's ask yourself just right now, say, what you're grateful for. Really, how many items that you can count in your life that you're grateful for? No? Maybe you say husband. You Maybe you say wife. Maybe if you have a kid, you say kids. If you have money, maybe you say for your bank account, whatever it is, or your family. But really putting this one into the writing every day and adding on one items every day. I'm not saying 10 items, 20 items. At least one items every day that you are grateful for is going to be changing one step at a time in the 1,000 milestone, no? I would say that brings us kind of to the next topic as well and how gratitude helps us keep our vision. I know that's weird, but in the beginning of the year, we told you have a vision board, which is amazing. You should have a vision board. Yes. It's now February. Hopefully you're looking at your vision board. And how do you stay focused on your vision board? By being grateful, by saying, you know, this is the goal. And I'm grateful for all of these things that got in our way. I'm grateful for that deal that fell apart because you taught me these things. So no deal will ever have that happen again. So thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the opportunity. And I'm so excited to grow and be bigger next time. So really by focusing on our clear goals and, and keeping our th- our gratitude there, it helps us stay focused and it helps us clarify whatever's going on. So if your vision board was kind of like, to be honest, I have a tree, a tree of life, tree of world in mind. It might not be completely focused, but like I understand a, vi- a conceptual what it is, but by being totally grateful more and more, that vision that's a little blurry becomes more, more clear over time. So like my world on that tree, is now has a little bit more deeper meaning for me because I, I'm focusing on it. So I kind of, you know, what matters mm-hmm. most to me? So really you can use it. You can use gratitude to think strategically because it's helping you stay focused. You want to add exactly. anything there? And I, I want to also add to this for me what is visualization means visualization for me is like clarifying my goals. No, because let's be honest, most of us, when you say, hey, Al, well, I have, what, what is your, what do you want it to ask you? This all is here in my mind. Yes, is this in your mind? Do you have a clear picture of it? Can you clarify every day that this is your goal? When you get, when you get failed in your business, do you have a still that's clear? clarity in your mind and that is how this visualization it get motivate you even when you are failed you can back again and say this is my goal i appreciate every steps toward my goal and i wanted to celebrate even the little success toward my goal I would say having a visual, I mean, again, that's very, I love that you get philosophical on me. It's still philosophical for me. So I would say for visualization Mm -hmm. and gratitude, but I have to really kind of focus on, what are my right words? That it helps me focus on a visual reminder, a daily reminder, and it helps me really kind of put emotion towards the goal. So maybe I have a number. Maybe I have a goal of like a number, 50,000, 100,000, a million, 10 million, 100 million, whatever my number is that I want to achieve. A number is just a number. It has no emotional emotional attachment to it. Now, if I can have a vision board where I have all of these things that are attached, including this number, and I'm staying focused on being grateful, I'm bringing more 
of my emotion into a number on why I absolutely deserve that number. And it is okay to have that. And I shouldn't be, I should be grateful for that number. And I'm so excited that it's already in my bank account kind of number. Even if it's not in my bank account yet, I can now see it more clearly because I'm really practicing this visualization and gratitude with the focus on the goal. And it helps me kind of emotionalize it is what I can say. Exactly. Therefore, I just wanted to, again, go to the parallel universe. Oh. Like when you are, let's say, when you are in the lack mindset, you are in the, let's say, channel one of the parallel universe, no? And then you have the vision that is associated with emotion. At the same time, you are grateful. Therefore, right away, you shifting in physics, shifting your face to this new parallel universe that they're both they're both existed at the same time. But the only thing is you are shifting from one to another universe. And then you align yourself with this new universe that also already existed because God has created all the universe for you. Because you can imagine it, definitely you can have it. And that's why it, it's so important that we, all of us, align ourselves with that universe that is abundance, not lacking, but is abundant every second of our life, especially in our business. If you are self-employed and you want to get every day, get motivated toward your goal that you wanted to achieve. I think that brings us to our next topic very well, which is kind of trusting, trusting, trusting the process. And how do we trust? If you have vision and you have gratitude, then I would say, and you are focused and you have this emotional attachment to this thing that you want, you have to kind of let go. And I'm going to go a little deeper with this one too. For instance, I sometimes will believe that something happened to me and then I think this bad thing happened. Maybe I deserved it because something bad happened to me or I didn't do this. So therefore this bad thing happened to me. But that's not true. So when it comes to my vision and my goals, I have to kind of step back and say, I'm not a bad person. I do not deserve to suffer which is something I think I was taught in in other ways. I, I don't deserve to suffer. I deserve my goal and I deserve my vision. And I think when I trust the process and I am grateful and gratefulness helps me trust the process that everything is going to be okay. So if I can stay positive and stay focused and I trust that the universe is going to continue providing for me and I don't have to stress about it, then it becomes a little easier because you have to have trust and you have to have faith. And I think that's part of, you know, we learned about in Napoleon Hill and everything else. You have to have faith, but I really feel it believes in trusting in the universe. So you have to have you have to be reasonable. I wouldn't say pie in the sky dreams, but if everything you're doing is towards a goal and you're grateful along the way, I think it builds that trust. Exactly. Therefore, for me, really, I can say this trust and faith that my wife talking about is coming to word surrender, no? Okay. Because most of us really are resisting even all the situation that we want already existed and we want it. Sometimes we are not open enough. And we self-sabotage. And we self-sabotage most of the time. We are not open enough. I'm talking about just myself and my experience for my own life. We mm -hmm. are not enough open to welcome all these opportunities, possibilities, prosperities around us. And that's why at some point, again, is a shifting the mindset. Your consciousness is not about just saying like gratitude, thank you, which is 
it could be, you know, initial step for being grateful, but also at the deeper level, it's surrounding to the universe and all the energy that is around us that this trust brings us everything that we wanted to accomplish and has already been there because my and my motive my intention is aligned with my goal. I would say gratitude is more than that. I, I would say you kind of pushed off gratitude as a thank you, and it's more than a thank you. If you can go backwards in time and remember this things that happened to you in the past and how it actually worked out in your favor and you were persistent, mm -hmm. this helps. So you should always reflect backwards and say, you know, I'm grateful for these past things that happened because it brought me to here. And I know that that fear in my head is it real? It's a fake fear, um, which most fears are. It's it's like a fake thing based on some sort of something that happened to us in the past. But if we can look at our past and say, you know what, you helped me before, and I'm so grateful for that, and know you're going to help me again, it kind of takes that fear away. It doesn't it doesn't stop the fear, but it minimizes it in a way because you can't you know it minimizes it so you can say, hey, I'm grateful that this already happened to me, and I know that this will happen again or even better next time. Yeah. And I think that kind of takes the wins out of the fear. Exactly. If you can look backwards and say, you know, all these things always happen out and worked out for me before, it's going to work out now in some way. And it keeps us focused on kind of being a kid in some way. If we have that kid-like faith, that helps. That your even, big vision even you lost your toy for a second and you cried, you can you get on your knees and say, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to run after another kid or get mm -hmm. another toy, you know, to play. And I think also my wife beautifully put it in there and I wanted to also add that this trust is is really in every step of the way, you know. This is, is always with us, even when we're failing. And that's why we need that gratitude, mindset and vision that we were talking about to combine these two as a emotional also support to help us that we get motivated even when we failed. We say we failed, but I got a lesson. I'm going to I'm going to get motivated because you're grateful. You get motivated. You have the vision to continue the way the past that you started all. Very good. I like it. Now I'm going to kind of bring on, go just to topple back to vision as well, because we should kind of circle back to vision because you should have a big vision, a big goal and a big number that you're going for. I don't recommend $50 or $500 unless that's definitely something you need as a start, but we want more than that ultimately because that's not going to sustain you. But I would say you should have a big vision, not just a small goal, a big goal. So if you only had small goals before, it's really time to dream big, think big. Because the vision board, the vision of your company, the vision of your dream, the vision of selling real estate, this will help us with our long-term goals. What is it? Why are you selling real? I mean, we are real estate agents. So why are we selling real estate? Why are we helping people buy their homes? What? Why are we in this business? And if you are just here for the money, why are you here for the money? What? Go deeper in the just the money? What are you going to do with the money? And really, really kind of have a really big reason why you do what you do every single day. Because if you know what you do every single day really, really matters, then no matter what happens, if bad things happen and all your deals fall apart and everything falls apart, you still have your long-term goals. You can still focus on those things and you still have that big picture because nobody can take your vision away from you. Even if everything else bad happened, if you have focus and dreams and and gratitude, nobody can take that from you. It, it, nothing. You have that. 
Exactly. And and I remember from one of the TED Talk that always um, saying that definitely the only goal really is for us to be able to share and also to add value. And if this is even the only goal that you have every day that you wake up and you want to start your business or whatever you are doing for living, that adding value and sharing, it helps you, it motivates you because it uh, elevates your motivation, your consciousness to the level that is, again, in the parallel universe of all the abundance, not in the par- in the universe of the lack. Therefore, this is definitely is one of those game-changing. And as my wife said, is definitely is important if if you are a business owner, or you want it to be a business owner, definitely is good to write your goal that what is why you wanted to do this, why you wanted to make money. And also, I wanted to add to that that I I watched another TED Talk show too that he was saying that most of people that they are not successful because they put their, their goals so low that they always hit their goal and they don't even recognize and they hit, they, they are so low the goals that they always hit it. But then we wanted to go out of our comfort zone that how we can reach up to a higher level of our goal that we can a little bit stretch every time to get to that. That's what we want. A little bit of a stretch. I'm going to add to that as someone who's been there. I used to say, hey, I in my younger years, I would say I always get my goals. I write January 1st, I write down my yearly goals, and I would always meet my yearly goals. I want to do these things, and I would do these things. And honestly, every single goal was met every single year for a couple of years. And I was like, well, I need to dream bigger. So when you said that, I didn't listen to your TED Talk. I don't know what it is, but I can say on a personal note that it helped me, though, dream bigger because I knew that I could achieve whatever I'd put on that list. So my understanding that I understood without fail, I could achieve everything on my list. Dreaming bigger is a little easier at times because I know that I can achieve it. I can know I can do anything because if my whole every year I could do hard things, but they were still on my list as achievable goals and I could always do it. I had smart goals. It helped me build the muscle that I can be grateful and I can do everything. So by being bigger, it's harder, of course, and it's more rewarding, but it's also that. And I wanted to go back to what I wanted to say earlier. We're in sales. We're in real estate, right? You don't have to be in real estate. You can do whatever you want. But in real estate or in sales in general, you might never tell anybody what your vision is. You might maybe just hold your husband or like one person. But when I'm with a client outside and we're talking about homes that they want to buy, I don't tell them my goals and all of this stuff, but they can feel on the inside if I'm just trying to sell them a house or if I'm there to really help them. Um, Because my goal always is to help them. So I feel like they know that because they can feel my energy. Even if I never say a word, oh, you should buy this house, you should buy this house, whatever. I never say those things unless Unless they told me they wanted to buy the house and then they they somehow go, da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, then maybe you should buy the house. Like, I'll only say it if they've already said it. I'll period it back. But otherwise, my goal isn't to sell them a house. It's not my real goal. My goal is to help them achieve what their their dream of home ownership. And so that's what I try to do every day. Yeah, that's, that's true. It's very beautiful because as we know, even real estate, the house is going to sell no matter what. Oh, yeah. Therefore, our, the, the goal is not really selling the house the goal is achieving what they want absolutely and then helping them and as my wife said you transfer that wave of certainty which is certainty lately that you 
as that person, as that unique soul can help them. And that if you deliver that certainty, they, they wanted to work with you. They wanted to be with you and they wanted to listen to your advice. I like it. Okay, so let's talk, go back to goals and having achievable goals as well as dreaming big. And yeah. I told you before, I had big goals, right? I, I didn't have big goals for all. I had achievable goals. But by understanding that my achievable goals could become reality, it built the muscle that the bigger goals can also happen as well. So That's I would not. recommend always having monthly, quarterly goals, monthly goals, weekly goals. And even maybe we'll talk about what to do in the daily in a minute. But if you can have big goals that you're going to check in with yourself. I'm not telling you to check in with yourself all the time, but once a quarter, once a month, having some sort of big vision of what the, what, how this month, how the month of February when we're filming this video relates to my roadmap of success. Obviously it's the month of February. So I have to talk about Valentine's Day and President's Day when I'm, you know, social media posting, but how can I make my goals include whatever's happening around me, what the month is, what's the what's the energy of the month? How can I include that in what I'm doing in my in my branding of the month? And how can I kind of focus and adapt based on my monthly goals for my business based on the reality of what's happening in the month and really have smart goals to go towards that bigger goal? I don't know how else to say it. You want to add something? Well, as my wife said, really, what is the importance of the goals? No, it's sometimes it's challenging to do the daily goals because sometimes we'll something happens, something happens and you might get distracted. But when you <clears throat> when you're creating a weekly goal, you can always prioritize. And also, if something happens, you can change it in your basically daily goals based off that. And also, I wanted to add that that monthly goal keep you focused, no? Mm -hmm. Because most of the time, unfortunately, when it comes to the prioritizing and the scheduling, we get out of the track, no? Something happens, we completely lose the focus, and then we cannot prioritize. For example, for our business, real estate business, lead generation is the most important thing, Absolutely. no? And then prospecting. And if you don't focus on those big goals and just get busy with the little small things, then you cannot see the big picture, no? which is your visualization, which is your dream, which is why you are doing this job. No? Very good. <clears throat> let's go to the daily goal. So daily goal, um, yes. let's talk about that because we have slightly different ways on how we do the daily goals. I would say having habits, having goals like lead generation is super important, of course, in real estate. But having blocks of time is, of course, good for whatever you need to do. However, for me, I am a list maker. And if I have achieved things on my list, I love deleting it. I love it. Like, oh, task is done. I do not have to do that anymore. Done. Delete. I love the delete button on my goal list because it means that my whatever daily thing that is going to be related to my big goal is done. And I feel like whew, relief. And if there's two or three things left on the daily goal that didn't happen, maybe it is lead generation because I was so busy doing these other things that I'm going to get to it tomorrow because it's on the list and I always get to my list. So for me, when it's on the list, I love it. Like it's a daily list and the daily goal. It, it really helps me. What about you? Well, my, my style is a little bit different I know it than is. you. And then I try to achieve my goal daily based off that. But it happens many times that 
For example, I was trying to do my prospecting lead generation and all of a sudden out town home buyers calls me, Al, I wanted to see these houses and I need to spend like a two, three hours of my time. Mm-hmm. But definitely if you predicting something happened, because again, that that main goal that it, as we said in the other podcast, 20 per 80% of that, that, what you do is the 20% of what you do is generating 80% of your income. Absolutely. Therefore, if you focus on that 20% that has tremendous, basically leverage for you, a, a power force motivation that helps your business to move forward, you definitely need to focus on that. And that's what my focus is, that what I wanted to do. And I wanted to hit that because I always think about it that I need to do this. Therefore, I should be first on my list that anything that happens unexpectedly, at least I hit my goal that is helping with my business. Right. So we've talked about very daily minutiae information. Now let's go back to big picture. And I really want to focus a little bit on how CEOs work. What is a CEO? A CEO is the chief executive officer and he is getting paid the big bucks at the Fortune 500 company. He's the guy making, getting the golden parachute. And he doesn't do the day-to-day stuff. Really, he doesn't. His job is not to make lean generation phone calls. That's <laughs> not what he's doing there. His job is to believe that the company is going to achieve bigger. So his job is to really think big and to be big because he's going to foster growth or he or she, growth, innovation, leading by example. This is all done by someone who is a good CEO. I'm not I'm not saying all good all CEOs are good or anything, but I'm saying the good ones really show their value because they're there to dream big, think big. And so we have to focus on the big picture all the time. It's not just getting so caught up in the minutia detail of I must make these phone calls. It is about everything is working okay. I see this as a bigger goal of these things happen because these bigger things are happening. If you can really trust the universe, be grateful and really believe without a without a doubt that your your CEO mindset is there and your you're the leader because you are doing these things and that is why you make the big box. And it is a big goal and a big long-term goal. It's not necessarily short-term. So we want to add anything about being... Definitely, I wanted to add anything. And I learned this actually in details that we as a human being, we have two hemisphere, no right hemisphere and left hemisphere. Most of us as a human being, we really focus on the left hemisphere, which is calculating logic and we wanted to analyze things. And that is the managing part of our brain that most of us we using as, you know, daily basis. But however, we wanted to shift our just left brain with the CEO brain, which is right side of our brain, that is intuition, innovation, love, and also innovation. No? Therefore, if we combine this, if we train ourselves, which again, I think I can make make an example of that gratitude, vision, and emotion that my wife was talking about. And if we do that, this part is going to be that part of your vision. We know that you 
combine it with your emotion. That's why we came to you that we, we were talking about how the managing and leading really in your business is going to help you that my wife is going to tap in more to details to break it down. No? What am I going to tap into details about? That what you wanted to say, say it. I didn't know I was going to tap into details though. You were putting words in my mouth. I was like, wait, what? I was just going to say a CEO is going to delegate. The CEO is going exactly. to give That's jobs what... to other people. Is that what I, you thought I was going to exactly. say? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the CEO's job is to think big. They're not going to think small, but they may lead by example and do one or two small things, but they're going to show you what to do and then move on. They're not going to sit there and do it all day. They're showing you it, showing it as a way to show that they are committed to their bigger picture, but really their job is to make sure that we are all on the same page and we are really kind of growing. But I really want to focus on kind of the next thing on how we can self-love and self-heal ourselves in order to say we are the CEOs and the captains of our ship and the captains of our our own soul in some ways and the and this captain of this gratitude. And it all comes from how we use words. And I'm going to use my own. I have a lot of negative self-talk, to be entirely honest, sometimes. Nobody nobody can beat me down more than I can beat myself down, to be entirely honest, which is not good. And I have a lot of, and I do it unintentionally sometimes too. I think I'm being humble, but really I'm not being humble. I am self-sabotaging myself with these negative words that will come out of my mouth about myself. And really no one else can do it for me. I do it all by myself. Like, uh. So when I can practice positive words coming out of my mouth, using positive language and being completely self-honest without beating myself up. Because being being self-honest isn't about, oh, I, you did all these things wrong. You're stupid, blah, blah, blah. It's not that. It's about believing I made a mistake, but it can be fixed. Everything is fixable. I can choose positivity. I can choose my words wisely. I can choose my words to empower myself and empower others around me instead of tearing people down. So I just think being mindful in the words that we use will really, really help us grow our CEO. So it's not just being grateful when we're saying thank you at our dinner table. It is being grateful, talking to ourselves positively, and just really staying, using as much positivity as we can, especially with my words. My words are my enemy sometimes, because I will say the wrong thing, and I'm going to give myself permission to say the wrong thing, which is also still I know it's the wrong thing. So like, I need to work on positive thinking and positive words more. So this is something I'm still working on. I would love, hey, what are your methods on that one? Yeah. What about you? Therefore, I I, I can relate to that too. Like uh, my 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 down was like really too much self assessment. No, mm-hmm. like it, it it happens and it comes really with the habit. No, sometimes you do something wrong and then, as my wife said, the really proactive way is at the end of the day you assess yourself and say, "Hey, I did." That's why the journaling comes to. No, if you can journal yourself that I did these three items during this today and I'm not proud of and I didn't help with my self-improvement or my business. And then we say, tomorrow I'm going to do it better. And tomorrow I'm going to stay on top of it. No, but my basically habit was I was self-assessing myself all during the day. And then what it comes when you're doing this self-assessment all during the day, it kills your motivation. Basically, you're self-assessing every second and you say, oh, I hear I failed. Here I failed. And then we were talking about the beginning of this podcast, really, 
what we were doing with the gratitude and vision is shifting our lack mindset, our lacking mindset to abundant mindset, our failure mindset to success mindset. And that's why the self-assessment is so important that if you're doing it, don't do it during the day. But at the end of the day, just talk to yourself and say, this is what I did and I'm going to do it better tomorrow. I would say with this, with these self-sabotaging things that we do, I just want to say it can stop us from growing. So I just want us to make sure that we're recognizing our patterns of what we do all the time and then journal it if you have to in order to find out what we do. And then we kind of continue with the positive construction thoughts. So I would say celebrate as much as you can with this. And I wanted to add also, sorry, my wife wanted to talk about them, just wanted to jump before we don't go to the next title. I just wanted to say this because I noticed about myself and one of the uh, author that was my favorite and passed away is Louisa Hay. No, everything that we do really in daily life. Is that where you got this list, by the way, from? Could be. Uh, everything that we do with that, we do in the day and we are not proud of ourselves, it comes from the not having a self-love for ourselves. No, therefore, not forgiving ourselves, not having a love for self. That's why the power of, I think you wanted to tap into the power of affirmation. No? Mm-hmm. And that comes to the power of affirmation because you put that in your subconscious mind, which during the night you, you know, connect again with the universal computer. And then you wanted to, this affirmation change the way that you look at yourself and look at other things to be changed. And that's what is important about. Now, I threw in here at the end my husband's list. He made this list. I thought it was beautiful. I thought we should share it on the podcast. I don't know where he got it from. I don't know what his his commands were, but I think it's a nice list. And I think we should talk about how these words, changing our words can change our habits and kick and focus on it's on gratitude and being positive. So I would like to kind of share these examples. Yes. Therefore, let's say prioritization of every day. No, mm-hmm. you do your schedule and something happens. No, and you say, I, I have to do this. I had to do this. No. And then you are still self-sabotaging you. No. But instead of saying that I have to do this, what we can use in our daily... I get to do this, which makes it more positive. 100%. I get to show a house today. I get to make phone calls today. I am so excited. Exactly. This is one of the things that we can change in our daily conversation. Or sometimes we say, I cannot solve this problem anymore. Or instead of that, how we can talk to ourselves. I can't do this right now. I can't. Do, I say that a lot. I can't do this right now. I just can't. Like, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do it. That's what I mean by that. Instead, I say, I can or I will try to figure it out. I'm going to try to f- try. Mm-hmm. I can't promise, but I'm going to try. I mean, then it's a substituting I can't to I'm going to try. I can. Exactly. Like, for me, a part of this was working with a different software, you know, like a Canva. And my wife was a designer. <laughs> like, he could design. She could design her, you know, her cover picture <laughs> of picture of her books that she wrote. And then I was sometimes when I was dealing with this, uh, you know, creating things. And I was oh, I cannot do it. I don't know how to do this. You know, but and you get impatient and, you know, you lose your temper. Sometimes you get frustrated. But instead, if I can self-talk to myself that I can learn how to do this. No, 
you need to put time. That's that's why that time that we put in the process is the most important things because we always wanted to jump from the process. We're going to go from A to the Z instead of A to B and C. That's why that is a part of the journey. That is part of the process. Another one on the list is this is impossible. I can't do it. This is impossible. I don't know what you're talking about. Impossible, impossible, impossible. If we can change the word impossible to challenge, challenge accepted. Maybe I'm going to give it a shot. Challenging it's challenging, but I'm going to f- figure it out somehow. And then I, I've changed my entire mental attitude. I just would like to go through our little list. Yeah. Or you you just talk to a client and something you say, uh, this doesn't work with this person. And I'm not good at this. I'm or not- I'm not good at this. Instead of that, you say, I am improving at this. Like, for example, for me, calling, because I was a teacher, no? Calling client lead for me was one of the most difficult things was because I was not never be a salesperson at the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just sometimes it was hard for me to call the first people. They hang up on you. They say something not nice on the phone with you. And then I when my my interest was in my heart that I wanted to help them, you no? Know? But instead of that, you say, it's opportunity for me, you no? Know? Mm-hmm. And I can do this and I can help them instead of that. That is impossible. This is not going to work. This is not possible. No. Well, this doesn't work. We should instead shift that to there's let's try a different way. Let There's a new strategy. We can let's find a new strategy. Let's find a new system. Let's find a different way of looking at it. So this won't work. It's let's find a different. Let, there's something different to do here. It's not impossible. We, this won't work. It's going to work. We have to figure it out. So if you can just change it to that, it's a good. What's another one? Or sometimes you say it's a problem. No, that's, that's again, the lack mindset that is like on abundant mindset that most of us unfortunately have it and we raised with it, unfortunately. No, instead of saying, looking at it, every challenge as opportunity, look at it and say, this is an opportunity for me to work on myself or the situation that I... I'll do it later, which you never get to. I would say we're definitely going to get to it, especially if it's something that is important, even if it's not a fire at the moment that you have to handle, but it's important. We have to make time to do important attitudes. So instead of I'm going to do it later and then never getting to it, I'll do it now. It's on the list to be done today. It's going to get done. I'm going to make time for this problem. Then it's going to get done. Instead of just saying I can't do it, I'll do it later. Later is is indefinite. Today, today, today. And also one of the most important things that many of you might say that during the day, I hate this. No, oh, wow. And hate is really a very like a forceful now that we can say it but instead of that what we can say instead of that situation what What? if it's i hate this you said this is not my favorite but i can handle it no it's not your favorite but you don't hate it it's not your favorite i'm gonna talk about one that affects me a lot and be like you don't appreciate me nobody appreciates me like this is something i will negative slay out loud instead of saying nobody gets it nobody sees what i'm doing instead of saying i'm satisfied that i get these things done i find satisfaction me and the creator know that i did this and that's really at the end of the day what matters i'm okay i don't need to be seen i've done these things i'm happy that i did these things yeah or many things that everybody say it always a stress. I'm always a stress. No, and it says instead it says I'm I'm managing or I'm learning to manage my stress. No, therefore these are 
so much important all we talk to ourselves during the day. I'm going to add another one because I say this a lot. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time to do this. Where I should say, I'm prioritizing what's important. It's going on the list. I know you're. Impo- this is important. I will. It's it's going to get done. But if I don't, if I need to get this done and then that, it's going to get done. But if I say I don't have time, that's bringing negativity that I'm not going to do it. So instead, I'm prioritizing. It, I'm prioritizing the importance, not just the fires. It's going to be there. So I'm going to handle everything. So I would say that's another one to add on the list as well. Therefore, really is if we journal ourselves and catch our words and catch our words every time that we're saying it is going to be tremendously different game ball. So I would and, say recommending you want to think like a CEO, right? We want to think big. We want to be the big person who gets the big bucks because we think big. We see the positivity. We see the gratitude. And if we can see all of this together in one big picture, you are more focused and more determined to be the millionaire, the billionaire that you dream of being. Exactly. And don't, don't forget, instead of saying, I need to do or I should should do, definitely change it with I would like to do. No, this is, again, something that we use all the time, maybe, I don't know, 100, 200 times a day. And this going to change your your attitude toward your success, toward any challenge that happens during the day. So we are so grateful. If you are a real estate agent, we would love you to join us at EXP. You can schedule a time to talk to us, to so pick us as your sponsor, go to agentwolves.com. If you are not and you're just here because you want to talk about business, we would love to hear your comments in the comments below. Please like and subscribe And again, as well. this is Alan Victoria. Thank you listening to our podcast.